Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 45 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, we're talking all things meditation and specifically what happens to your brain when you meditate, how to do it, and why it's one of the best things that you can start today for your health. So I now am a regular meditator. I almost hesitated saying that, but it is true. I do meditate on the regular. And I used to think that I had to sit for hours in meditation or it didn't count. Have you ever thought that way too? Like if you're not sitting for hours and hours and you don't have like incense burning and you're not on a meditation cushion, then like it's not real. Well, my first experience is meditating like they kind of sucked. I'll be honest. I had no idea what I was doing. It was really uncomfortable trying to sit up straight. My back would get so super tired. Or if I tried to meditate laying down, I fell asleep. And man, did I get some really, really, really great naps during supposed meditation (laughs) attempts. For probably the first six or seven years of practicing yoga, every time we went into Shavasana, I fell asleep. And that's meditation, essentially. So if you are taking yoga classes now and you think you're not meditating, you already are. It's happening. But once I got into meditation and made a few simple tweaks that I'm going to share with you today, I got so much clarity Honestly, meditation is one of my favorite ways to kind of work out problems or solve things that have been holding me back or kind of frustrating me in my business or in my life. I get some of my best ideas either right in the middle of a meditation session or right at the end. And it really helps to change my state from workday to home life, which is really important because I work from home. So for those of you who also work from home, if you're looking for a way to kind of shift off your work brain and get into home life brain, meditation is a great way to do that. So most Americans are suffering from moderate to high stress, and research is saying almost 44% of people have stress levels that are increasing over the past couple of years. So not only are we super duper stressed, but it's getting worse. And it's no wonder there's a bajillion things to worry about from money, work, the economy. If you have kids, job stability, literally there's no shortage of things to stress you out and make you worry. So meditation is one of the cheapest, honestly, and easiest things that you can do to kind of stop stress in its tracks, to take back control of your stress levels, of your health, and do something that's super positive for your brain and your physiology. Because when you meditate, not only does it help you increase your focus, but it also helps with body awareness and getting you better tuned into your body's needs at any given time. And that's something that I really strongly believe in because we are so tuned out 
of our body's needs, that when you're able to get quiet, you can practice learning to listen to the whispers of your body instead of waiting to hear the screams. That's a quote I scrolled past on Instagram a couple of years ago, and it really stuck with me, this idea of learning to listen to the whispers before you wait to hear the screams. Because there are so many signals coming from our body on a physical level, on a spiritual level, on an emotional level. And when you are just going, going, going all the time, you miss out. You really do. And so meditation gives you the space, the time, and the quiet to just listen. And I totally understand that for some of you, especially if you've never meditated um, or you've had a bad experience, that quiet may be exactly the thing that's keeping you from meditating, that that on its own is frightening or uncomfortable or just there's enough friction there. And so I'll share some ideas on how you can get into different kinds of meditation or different types of meditation to slowly work your way in there. I will update you, I can now meditate laying down and I don't fall asleep in yoga class anymore (laughs) because it's a skill just like anything else. So there are different brain waves that your brain can go into and there's a difference between your sleep brain waves and your meditation brain waves. And so meditation is that brain wave state just before you fall into deep sleep. And so if you are falling asleep all the time, well, then you probably need more sleep. And so go ahead, keep sleeping, catch up, do what you need to do. Uh, But know that we want to almost like let your physical body go to sleep, but keep your brain just running on that like low power mode, but enough so it's like a wakeful, restful sleep. Hopefully that makes some sense to you. And if you are someone who falls asleep all the time, you'll set yourself up so that you don't. And we'll talk about that as well. So in addition to helping you to get quiet and really learning to listen to your body, meditation regularly increases the density of your brain. It actually changes your brain structurally, which is really, really super cool. So a team of researchers at the University of British Columbia looked at 21 different neuroimaging studies, and they wanted to see what was actually happening in the brains of people who meditate. And I'll link to the study in the show notes. And what they found was that the brains of meditators were structurally different. And the area in the brain associated with controlling impulses and helping to maintain attention actually had more tissue, which is huge because in your body, brain cells are one of the few cells that don't change. Like you can't grow more brain cells, which is why concussions and brain injuries are so significant because unlike You know, if you cut your skin, you are able to regrow it, it gets a scar. Your brain cells don't regrow in that same way. The other thing that they found in this review of those neuroimaging studies was that the brains of consistent meditators also had thicker tissues in the regions of the brain responsible for body awareness, enhanced focus, stress management, and attention control. So just like I already mentioned about improving your ability to get quiet and listen to the whispers, research has shown that your brain actually is more dense in those specific areas. So it's not only like a lived experience and a change in how you feel, but actually your brain is physically changing, which is really, really super awesome. So when it comes to, you know, learning new things or retaining 
learning, right? Trying to remember more things. I have post-it notes and I write everything down, but meditation is helping me to remember stuff. That's like the super technical, remember stuff. (laughs) But if that's something that you're looking for of, you know, better focus, better stress management, but also better attention, if you find that paying attention and focusing on something is really difficult, meditation could be your golden ticket. What would it feel like to know exactly what to do to take care of your body? To know that every exercise was actually helping you get stronger instead of being a total waste of time. And imagine not being afraid of pain because you know exactly how to maintain your body and how to take care of any type of soreness, tension, or pain. Movement Mavens is one of the most comprehensive step-by-step programs that'll actually teach you body maintenance and movement mastery so you can continue to build sustainable strength and get rid of pain no matter what comes up. Our community is filled with movement-minded women who are committed to taking back control of their body and their health. With customized wellness plans, a growing video library, and monthly coaching, you'll know what to do so that you can keep running faster, hit PRs, recover more effectively, and feel amazing every day. I'm opening up the doors soon for a limited time, but if you're on the waitlist, you'll be the first to know. So grab your spot on the waitlist and learn more about Movement Mavens at aewellness.com slash mavens. That's aewellness.com slash M-A-V-E-N-S. Now here's the other thing about meditation and one of the many benefits and reasons why you 100% should consider incorporating it into your body maintenance plan is that it decreases pain. So I talked about this on episode 21 about pain in the brain and how meditation can help. But if you have any ongoing soreness, tension, or pain, you definitely want to consider incorporating meditation in addition to the other physical things that you're doing. So think of meditation like exercise for your brain. And it's really important to have highs and lows, you know, to have a scale of kind of challenge of the brain so that you have that variability. So just like with your body, yes, walking is good, but they say, oh, you need to do cardio too, because we want you to get your heart rate up so that you have that heart rate variability. Your heart is able to push and come back to normal. Well, it's the same with your brain. So being able to hyper-focus on one thing and then allow yourself the time to take in all the things around you. There's so much going on in your environment at any given time that your brain is filtering out, like right at this moment. Like, for example, can you see your nose? Because that's one of the things that your eyeballs pick up. Your eyeballs can see your nose. And if you try to stare at your nose, you can see it. But your brain is filtering that out. So you're not constantly aware of your nose on the front of your face. Isn't that so super cool? So your brain is doing a ton of stuff at any given moment. And when you meditate, it lets it be quiet. It lets the volume turn down, it lets the input turn down, and gives you, again, those highs and those lows, the light and the dark, just all the different shades of kind of possibility that can exist for your brain. Because when we don't have those highs and lows, and we're just going, 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 going all the time, that's one of the huge things that leads to burnout and leads to just exhaustion and stress and all of those things. So think of this as 
almost your insurance policy, that you're helping your brain to stay healthy, you're helping your brain to stay robust, but you're also giving your body an opportunity to get quiet because it's not going to happen through the rest of the day. So let's talk about what meditation is not before we talk about how to do it. So the biggest misconception I hear about meditation is that you need to clear your mind to be doing it correctly. And that is absolutely not true. I cannot clear my mind. Um, And I'm not like an expert. Maybe there's some people who can, but you'll still get the benefits simply by paying attention to one thing for a certain amount of time. Is your mind going to wander? Yeah. That's the point. The whole practice of meditation isn't emptying your mind to be a completely blank slate, but every time you bring yourself back to focus, that's where the magic happens. That's meditation. So it's not, oh my gosh, the groceries and this and that, but when you bring yourself back to whatever you're focusing on, whether it's your breath or a mantra or a question, that is meditation. So I really, really want you to try it to give it a shot knowing now that you don't have to float you don't have to clear your mind it doesn't have to be perfect you just have to give it a try and through the practice of meditation that's how you get better and that's how I got better I didn't quit even though I took like 5,000 naps (laughs) before I actually figured it out I just keep practicing like anything else meditation is no different it's a skill just like anything else So how do you do it? Well, first, you want to sit quietly in a comfortable place. So one of the things I found was that sitting up straight, it just doesn't really work for me, which I know you're probably thinking like, oh my gosh, but she's all obsessed with posture all the time. I know. Well, when I meditate, I have um, a specific corner, really chair in my house that I love to sit in that's really supportive. I can kind of, you know, lay back into it. I put a pillow on my lap to support my hands and I just set myself up to be as comfortable as possible for 10 minutes. And that's the most important thing. Be comfortable because you want to be able to sit there and not be distracted by how your body feels. So for me, that also means I sit not cross-legged, but I bring the bottoms of my feet together because I found when I sat cross-legged, my legs fell asleep and my feet fell asleep. So again, set yourself up so you can be super comfortable. Use pillows to support your legs. Use a pillow in your lap to support your hands. Whatever it takes, just be comfortable. And if you can lay down without falling asleep, give that a shot. Some days I do that when I need a deeper meditation that really kind of slows my brain down. um, I'll lay down and meditate. But that also changes the state of your brain. I mean, it does put you to sleep. So if you know that you fall asleep when you lay down, then don't lay down. (laughs) Just sit yourself up comfortably. So what about how long to meditate? How long do you actually have to sit there to see any benefit? A 2012 study out of the UK found that 10 minutes of daily mindfulness not only improved focus, but also reduced the amount of energy it took the brain to focus on that task. So your brain gets more efficient and effective, and it only takes 10 minutes a day. So if you are just starting out, 10 minutes might seem like an eternity. So try for five, try for two, but try to work yourself up to 10 minutes. That's where I am comfortable and I've stayed with that. I have friends who meditate for hours, um, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour. 
whatever floats your boat. I think what's more important is that you find something comfortable that you will actually do. When I go take a meditation class, we usually meditate for anywhere from 25 to 45 minutes, which is completely fine. Again, whatever floats your boat. For me on a daily basis, not in a class, but just as part of my regular flow, I do about 10 minutes. I set a timer for 10 minutes and 30 seconds. That's just what my watch is sent to. And then I get my meditation on. So what do you do, right, while you're sitting there? So like I've already mentioned, you can focus on your breath. So just pay attention to your breath, how it feels as it moves in and out of your nose. Ideally, you are breathing through your nose. Uh, the sounds that it makes, the temperature of your breath, just focus on your breath. That's a really great place to continue to focus as you meditate. So remember, your mind is going to wander. And when it does, you just bring yourself back and focus on your breath. Simple as that. Another thing you can do is ask yourself a question. And one of my favorite questions is, what do I need to know today? And then for this type of meditation, I really truly just let my mind wander. So try not to get stuck to any specific idea or just like, you know, making a mental list or things like that. But one of the ways meditation has been described to me before is like clouds in the sky. And so you see the clouds kind of floating by and you just, you watch them, right? You're not trying to grab them. You're not trying to hold on to them. And so when you ask yourself a question, like, what do I need to know today? Try to have that same detachment, right? Where a thought comes up and you're like, okay, cool. And then you let it go. And that, just like I said before, is the art of meditation, is not being so attached to an idea or a thing in the moment that you're able to kind of sit back and observe. Meditation gives you the opportunity to be an observer on the inside of your body, which I can't think of anything else that we do at any point throughout the day that lets us do that. Because when you go to sleep, your brain shuts down, right? It checks out and does a whole lot of work while you're sleeping. But looking in the mirror, you're still looking on the outside of your body. And when you meditate, it's like checking out the inside, the inside of your brain, the inside of your body. And so you just observe. I keep thinking of Jane Goodall and you know, the observation she's done in the jungle, like do the same, be your own version of Jane Goodall, but you are the subject and your body is a subject. Because remember, one of the things we're trying to do is improve our body awareness and our ability to listen to the whispers of our body. And to be able to do that, you have to sit there and observe a lot. So it doesn't happen in one try. So don't try once and give up. And also, I will say there are days where I sit down and the whole experience sucks. <laughs> like I can't focus, my brain is all over the place. And I sit there anyways, because the more you show up, like every workout I do out in the garage is not amazing and it's not like earth shattering and life changing, but I do it anyways, because it's the consistent habit that makes the difference, not necessarily what's happening right in that moment. So let go of any idea of what it needs to be or what it means to meditate well or what's a good meditation. Just show up and do it for yourself, for your focus, for your future self. Just do it. Another question you can ask yourself is, why am I feeling so fill in the blank? 
whatever it is, if you're feeling agitated or frustrated or tired, and just let your mind wander. And again, allow yourself to observe what's happening without getting too attached to any one idea. So I've already touched on this, but if it's not clear already, you don't have to meditate every day for it to work. You will still get the benefits with as little as 10 minutes a day. I meditate probably about four days a week, maybe five on average. And it's just a part of my morning routine. So I have almost like a whole grab bag of things that I do in my morning time. Some are non-negotiable. I always write down things I'm grateful for. I always write down affirmations. That happens pretty much every single morning. And then meditation happens also. If I don't get it done in the morning, I might do it in the evening. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, I like to use meditation as kind of like that bookend from my work day into my home life. Because when my husband comes home for work, I usually still have a couple more hours of work to do. And sometimes it's really hard to just walk out of the office after being like eyeball deep in body nerd show stuff and creating content and writing things and working on my website and then just go out and be nice. (laughs) Not just nice, but enjoyable. And if you feel too like you have difficulties with that change of state, maybe for you, instead of meditating in the morning, if that's not a good time for you, meditating in the middle of the day or at the end of your workday to give you that opportunity to like close that chapter and step into your home life, that might be a better time for you. So feel free to also play around with it. There's no one meditation time that rules them all. But what I can tell you is from meditating regularly, I get some of my best creative ideas and it really helps me to start my day centered and grounded. Just be quiet, (laughs) right? Because other than meditation, we don't have that many opportunities where not only are we quiet, but we create an environment that is also quiet. So my challenge for you this week is I want you to commit to sitting quietly with your eyes closed and breathing for at least five minutes before the end of this week. So whenever you're listening to this episode, commit to yourself to sitting quietly and meditating for at least five minutes. And then I want to hear how it goes. So send me a DM, tag me on Instagram. I'm at Halafamala. Or you can call the Body Nerd Hotline at 818-396-6501 and share with me, what are your experiences with meditation? How did your sitting quietly go? Just try it. Let go of any ideas or notions of what it needs to be and just let it be what it wants to be. Before I go, I want to remind you that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, and all things live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the time to listen today. I've gotten some really awesome notes and DMs from so many of you listeners, and I just want you to know that it means so much to hear about how the show has impacted you, how you have taken some of the things that I've talked about and put them into practice it's awesome. And I'm so grateful for you. And I am so appreciative of you. So thank you for taking the time to listen today. And I hope that you got some fun movement in as you were listening, or hopefully there's something on the horizon today. You have something planned later today. And I also want to invite you to a free workshop that I'm teaching on January 15th. You're invited. It is happening on the interwebs, which means wherever you are in the world, 
you can join us. In this free class, I'm going to show you how you can go from overwhelm and struggling with soreness, tension, and pain to getting stronger by knowing exactly what to do to maintain your body, move well, and maximize your strength. You can head on over to aewellness.com slash workshop to grab your spot right now. Because this is so true. When you know how to build sustainable strength and you know what your body needs for daily maintenance, you don't have to put up with soreness, tension, and pain. You just move smarter, get stronger, and feel more amazing every single day. So head on over to aewellness.com slash workshop, and I'll see you in class on January 15th. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. And you can even head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show and leave a review, which really helps other body nerds find the show. And I so appreciate you taking the time to do that. So for Apple Podcasts, you can head on over to aewellness.com slash review and uh, leave a five-star review right there. There thankfully have been nothing less than five-star reviews now. Um, And I'd like to keep it that way. (laughs) But also feel free to just share today's episode with somebody who needs to hear this. So here's to asking better questions, moving more, meditating this week, and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks. And bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.